You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Crossbones After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Crossbones After Show. Are Hey guys, we're back with Crossbones episode four, right? Yes, ma'am. Cool. I'm Kelly McInerney with my co-host. What's going on, guys? I'm Bobby DeMuro. Nice to see you again. Yeah. Uh, So let's just dive right in. A lot going on. A lot going on. Let's start off with uh, Blackbeard. He's the main, uh, the the big storyline. Deals with him, clearly. Cause Let's start he, off with Blackbeard. He, he's the man. It uh, starts off with Salima trying to put the moves on him. And you were kind of right. He does know something's up. Yeah, Blackbeard is all-knowing, all-seeing. Come on, you can't yeah. get one by Blackbeard. Yeah. He's like, don't lie to me with your body. <laughs> telling her. Uh, so she was denied. And Wouldn't you? I mean, I know you're not a guy. But wouldn't you, if you were a guy, like you'd still do it, even though you know that she's... Lying to you? I don't know, because then she would kind of win. You know, she'd still have... No, you think you let her win because you want to get it, because you've been trying to get it. But but, you still know. But you still know. Yeah, I guess so. It kind of would hurt her harder, right? I I don't know. I'm just saying you want to get yours because you've been working on it anyways if you're Blackbeard. Yeah. Really quick, though, before anything else, uh, let's talk about Maria Menudo's new book. It's on the New York Times bestsellers list. What, what? Uh, the Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness. Pretty great for this time of year because bikini season. Got to get beach body ready. It's really cool with recipes and everything. Check it out on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Go to your local bookstore, you know, represent locally, too. Do they yeah. still have local bookstores? Yeah. Wow. Not Borders, but Barnes & Noble. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Borders. <laughs> yeah. I saw an old Borders, like... The other day, and it was just a rundown building. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Great story. Anyways, um, but yeah, so he has a meeting with Lo. Oh, because right after Salima tries to put the moves, he thinks she tries to slip into bed with him. Turns out it's a specter. Mm-hmm. And the same specter we've been seeing. Yeah, starts choking him. I think these specters are becoming more and more like vivid and real in a way right oh yeah well well later on the next scene with the specter and the boy mm-hmm. he hugs the boy physically has physical contact yeah. with the boy and has to say the whole time you're not real you're not real so to absolutely. make him realize this yeah. isn't really happening right yeah. it was crazy so he has a meeting with Lo because he's worried about his illness and um he thinks that the specters are an omen that's what his heart thinks his mind thinks that they're a mirage Lo says it's just his illness messing with him and he kind of hypnotizes him into a convulsion and blacks out so he could look for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he wants to see what um, what Blackbeard's up to, and he finds a map of Jamaica. Yep. So he thinks... Well, remember that Hellburner, because Lo was yeah. talking to the other pirate a couple episodes ago about that Hellburner 
ship. Yeah. And so this is Lowe trying to find out what Blackbeard's up to. And I think, I don't know about you, but I think Lowe's concern with hypnotizing or, or inducing Blackbeard, he didn't hypnotize him. Yeah. But inducing Blackbeard into that state, Lowe's concern to go find that map is innocent people are going to die. Yeah, because they even had the Sam repeat it exactly. in his memory. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so I don't think Lowe necessarily cares about whether or not Blackbeard succeeds as a pirate, whatever. It's not Lowe's problem. Mm-hmm. He's separate from that. But he's a man of honor who's like, I can't have innocent people die. Yeah. This a- can't happen. I'm not. I'm, he doesn't have his allegiance to Blackbeard or necessarily to the king or necessarily to any one thing. But his allegiance is... Being a good guy. Exactly. What it boils down to, yeah. yeah. And a- we see he's a good guy later with what he does with Kate. But yeah. we'll talk about that in a minute. This is Blackbeard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think that he kind of just makes... He tells... A story basically about a guy that he uh, low tells Blackbeard a story about a guy that had a similar illness that didn't last basically that kind of died yeah and just to kind of make Blackbeard paranoid so he does more rash and drastic decisions just to see what he's up to just to see how he's gonna like save these innocent people and that's what Blackbeard kind of does he goes to this uh, lady called Begum Samser mm-hmm. to get some army people to protect uh, Santa Campana. Or uh, to go on the offensive, yeah. I think, yeah. You th- Wait, to attack? Yes, oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think he's going on the offensive. And he knows the governor of Jamaica is coming after him, but remember, his Hellburner thing is an issue that he wants to go after. He's talked about leaving the island. Yeah. He told Salima flat out it's time to act and take action. I think if you're just pr- t- protecting yourself, you don't say, oh, it's time to act. I think when you say it's time to act, get the men, whatever... You're going on the offensive or okay. something. Because yeah. we know he wants that map of Cuba or whatever that we see later that Lowe draws and things mm-hmm. like that. So he's trying to go get his, you know, and he's yeah. trying to go do his thing. And this is the first major part of that where he says, I need an army. I need people who can actually fight. Yeah. And, but, I'll, and I'll pay for them. Yeah. But the, it's really expensive. We find out an army, especially if you rush it. You put a rush delivery on it, it's going to cost a lot of money. It's just like Amazon, man. Yeah. Well, but what about that army scene, though? The the military scene, the mercenaries is what they are. Yeah. Uh, when the mercenary fights Charlie, when Blackbeard says, let's test this out and see if these guys are good. Mm-hmm. And the guy fights Charlie, literally chops his, you know, axes, his whatever, his little hatchets yeah. in half on the wood with his little circular... Like die- weapon, I don't, yeah, <laughs> whatever that was. <laughs> um, but you know, holds Charlie down, flips him over, and puts the weapon right to Charlie's neck. And then Blackbeard kind of looks at Charlie and looks at the guy and just the hesitates and just the smallest nod, no. And it's back to this relationship with Blackbeard and Charlie, mm-hmm. where a Blackbeard knows he knows what Charlie did with Salima. Whether he'll say it or not, he knows. Yeah. And b it's this idea that Charlie was talking about last episode where. Blackbeard hasn't given him the reins, hasn't shown trust in him, hasn't done whatever. And this is a strained relationship between the two of them. Mm -hmm. And Charlie looks Blackbeard in the eye when he's on the ground with a weapon to his neck, looks him in the eye and sees that Blackbeard may have thought for a split second, kill him, him. I don't care, whatever, and said no. But that relationship is so strained between the two of them. I think I made this prediction last week about Charlie setting up a mutiny or a second team of pirates against Blackbeard, this only solidifies something like that mm-hmm. for Charlie. Do you think, though, that he really does know that they got that Charlie and Salima got it? Because, 100%. Well, Salima's like, we'd be dead by now. Because Blackbeard's going to toy with him. Okay. He's t- 100%. Because he gave Charlie the order to look after her. Mm-hmm. Then he really gave the order... 
to kill her, then Charlie couldn't go through with that. And he knows that the two of them were together yeah. and Salima's acting and looking the way she is. I think he can read people really well and he knows the situation. He says, you know what? Something happened. It's time to put the hammer down on these guys, but I'm not just going to chop their heads off right now. I'm going to do it in my time, yeah. in my way, because to Blackbeard, Salima's personal. If it were just any girl he were interested in, he'd probably just kill them both, whatever. Mm -hmm. But if it's a specific relationship and a, and a significant romance or whatever he has for her, it burns him so badly, he needs to find the right way to do it. Especially because yeah. he couldn't get any... Like, when he tried to seduce her, she wasn't having it, and then automatically, boom, like her and Charlie. So, yeah, I, yeah, I guess he likes torturing people. I think, and it could be go different ways, not just like physical, but like mentally too. He's a little bit, well, we know he's crazy. And I assume he needs, I know there's probably a lot of guys who can fill Charlie's shoes, but the more that we will learn, I assume he needs Salima. Because mm -hmm. when he was talking about buying the army and Salima told him, we don't have the money. Mm -hmm. That was more of an equal conversation, almost like Salima was like a bookkeeper or an accountant for the organization, telling yeah. him we don't have the money. Yeah. So there's something she does skill-wise, talent-wise for that island that he needs. So instead of just killing these people, he understands there's value in her in some way, and he has to find the right way to do it. How do we replace her? How do we ensure order stays on the island? I can't just chop their heads off. I have to do it my way. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's gonna get done. I don't know what you know what will happen in the future, but I think he's got his heart set that these guys have betrayed me. Charlie's out. Salim is both dead to me metaphorically. The two of these are, but I need to be careful with how I go about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But so so he tries to get this army going back to it, and he doesn't have enough money, so he devises a plan to steal a map from the Spanish so he could get the treasure that he needs. Um, and the map is in Governor. Porto Carrero's mansion and that's when he has Nena, Charlie, and Lo team up together to try and get it because in the meeting that he had with Lo, he found out that he's a fast quick drawer, drawer. Yeah, and he kept that in mind so that's how they would take the map basically. One quick thing and I yeah. just want to do it for continuity purposes. This is set in 1729. Yeah. Tom Lowe mentions when Blackbeard says where'd you learn to draw Lowe mentions at the University of Edinburgh which, based on how old Lowe is, it would have had to have been 10, 15 years before that. I didn't get a chance to look it up. I didn't have time to look it up before we went in here. Yeah. But I'm going to look it up after the show. Or viewers, if you're watching at home, comment on YouTube. When was the University of Edinburgh founded? Because if it was founded in 1700 or whatever, that would make it one of the older universities in the world, mm -hmm. as we know of in these higher learning institutions. And I'm not saying it wasn't, but if it was founded in like 1850, that's going to be a standout <laughs> mistake on the show. Do you yeah. want me to just tell you? I would love you to tell me, Stephen. 1582. Well, there you go. There we go. Okay. So never mind. I'm so cool. So they're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally cool. Okay. Cool. But good, good job. Yeah. Observation, sleuthing. Just kinda. wanted to know. Not the biggest deal, but I'm glad that they were, you know, correct about it. 1582. Yeah. That's cool. Good. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then while that's going on, he has that other vision of the specter more vivid and she's not bloody or anything this time she looks like a normalish lady mm -hmm. and she brings out a, a kid and he picks up the boy and hugs him and says this isn't real crazy and snaps out of it immediately yeah yeah and he's it's kind of like he's not even in bed he's at a desk so it's happening just whenever nowadays now it's becoming more and more occurrent um and then eventually like um 
they, we'll go into the low story a little bit later, but once he gets the map, he dresses up as Captain Kentish to sell a, a chronometer to Porto Carrero and get money. Yeah. But I'm not, like, I guess the uh, the map is for something else, right? Well, I think the map is for something else, but I think he needed the map, and he couldn't have sold the chronometer until he had the map. And now that he has the map and can navigate that island mm-hmm. and navigate that area, he doesn't need the chronometer for it in the same way, and so he can sell the chronometer. Remember, too, James is making knockoff chronometers. Yeah. So if he sells one, he can have James make another one, which is an interesting dynamic at play in the relationship between James and Tom and James and Blackbeard. Yeah. Tom's trying to get James clean. We'll talk about Tom and him in a minute. Blackbeard's trying to keep James dirty. Yeah. He's like, you stay on that opium. I need you working because you were on opium. Yeah, Yeah, no shakiness, no withdrawals. Like, you stay on that crap. I don't care about your health as much. I need you to do these things for me. Yeah. We could uh, talk about that now if you want, um, James and Tom. Because James comes to Tom saying, listen, I want to get better. What do I do? And Tom's like, you got to stop with the opium guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And... He's like, all right, I'll do it. You know, I've got, I've felt pain before. I could do this. So they go through some physical therapy, and he, he kind of was like, I don't know if I could do this now. I'm getting the shakes. Um, but he's he's struggling, but it seems like he's doing good. And then that's when Blackbeard basically hands him some opium, right? Is that what that? Yeah, that he, he handed him back his pipes and stuff like that. And that seems pretty funny. Blackbeard comes in and they're talking, and I don't remember the first thing he said, but the second one was, "Tell me why your skin is the color of cheese." I wrote that yeah. down too because I thought that was funny. <laughs> that just made me kind of laugh. But Blackbeard is, is very sinister and openly sinister in this. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when he's sinister, he does it with a maybe more of a, a good intention on its face, or he does it a little quieter, or he's a yeah. little sneakier. And with James, he just kind of bullies him into saying, you'll take this opium. Now, I don't think James started using it again, because we see a scene later where he has, like, the shakes, and he's lying in his wife's arms yeah. and stuff. So I assume he still... Which is good good yeah. for you, James. You yeah. know, it's hard to beat that stuff. I know, we're, but we've all been ro- there. We're rooting for you. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many opium, opium dens have we been in, right? Yeah, crazy. With, zero, Mom. <laughs> we've been in zero opium dens. <laughs> with Edgar Allan Poe, all that stuff. Yeah. Is that, I, I don't know much about opium. Like, is that a drug nowadays that gets used as much as it did in the I past? I don't think so. Because it was... It Not was over a, here. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, isn't it an Asian thing? Um, it's grown more widely in Asia, but yeah. there are still opium dens and there is still all that going on. I heard there's tea. Yes, yeah. opium tea. Opium tea, yeah. Wow. I just don't I mean, eat... it's similar to heroin. It's very similar to heroin. Not, I, I just, not my cup of tea. I don't eat poppy seed muffins. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> you eat a lot of poppy seed muffins, no. you can test positive. Oh, yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to eat a lot, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's James's uh, uh, withdrawal thing. Instead of opium, just eat a ton of poppy seed muffins for a while and then slowly wean yourself off. I mean, that might work. They, yeah, should, they should start doing that now. I'm not a doctor, and I don't play one on AfterBuzz TV, so don't follow my advice, kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's working on it, which is good for James. Um, and Lo, he's very uh, he feels bad for James because of what he's done with Kate and everything. So he even tells Kate, listen, he's going through a lot of pain. I don't want to add to that pain. 
and he basically breaks up with Kate. On a walk, on a barefoot walk on the beach. So, yeah. Kelly, I ask you, how many guys have you broken up with walking barefoot on the beach? Too many to count? No, well, I mean, I didn't live on an island, though. That's you true. It's a little it less weird. Yeah. <laughs> Still, we live in L.A. You can go to the beach whenever you want. Yeah. It's like, what a, what a bad place to break up with somebody. But I didn't see this coming. I thought we were going to have a Tom and Kate relationship of some For level. the whole or thing. Blackbeard yeah. was going to get in between the two of them or whatever. Uh, I did not see Tom choosing James over Kate. Now it's now it's a noble thing. He's mm-hmm. trying to mend everything with everybody, but I didn't see that. So kudos to you folks, you know, Crossbones Writers Room. But Good job. Do you think it's going to last? I think so because I think Tom is a man of honor and a man of his word, mm-hmm. and he's a very determined man to do the right thing, at least in his mind. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I think he respects James enough, and he understands what James is going through, and he understands that. It'd be one thing to be with Kate if James had done something of his own volition. If he were just addicted to opium, if he were an alcoholic, if he were whatever, if he had his mm-hmm. own problems that that he caused, it would be different. But this is a physical problem that then manifested itself into this opium thing and into his other problems. Mm-hmm. And so Tom looks at him and says, you know what? If he were clean, if he were more equipped, if he were better— Kate would have probably never come to me and Kate wouldn't have come to anybody else or whatever. So I got to try to get this guy clean and give him the opportunity to be with his wife because he didn't talking about James didn't do anything maliciously. No, didn't wasn't malicious about an addiction. Wasn't abusive to her as far as we know any of these things, obviously. Mm -hmm. But because of that, James is such a, uh, a, a likable character. I think Tom sees that and says, you know what? It's really not fair to him. It'd be, if he were a bad dude, I might feel differently, but he's not mm. a bad dude. I got to cut this out. Yeah. Which is commendable. Good for him. I don't know. I still think maybe like Kate in the heat. Of, I don't trust Kate. I think maybe she's going to try and put some moves if on him. If you do it once, you'll do it again. Yeah. Am I wrong? Oh, once a cheater, always a cheater? I yeah. don't know. I'm just saying. I wouldn't I wouldn't date her. Mm-hmm. You it know? Just... And if she doesn't do it with Tom, she's going to find somebody else. That's yeah. the other problem. Mm-hmm. You you address the root of James's issues. Nice job, Tom. Congratulations. <laughs> you may not have addressed the root of Kate's issues. Yeah. I don't know. Next up, Fletch. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> That'd be... She'd have to probably have a lot of rum or something, you know? I feel like that's what they drink, right? I just think of parts of the game. Why is the rum gone? A lot of courage. Yeah. No, but so Lowe also goes on this um, quest, well, I guess favor for for Blackbeard with Nena and Charlie to get the map. And they get the map. He draws it super fast. And then Charlie tries to kill him. Because he tries, he's trying so bad to get back on Blackbeard's good side. Could have seen that coming from a mile away. Yeah. I don't even know if it's getting on Blackbeard's good side. I think it's more the fact that Charlie is going to try to now kill anyone he doesn't trust. Yeah. And I think that's going to include Nena. I think that might include Salima because they've betrayed Blackbeard together. And who knows if Salima throws Charlie under the bus or whatever. Yeah. And it definitely includes Lowe because on some level Blackbeard likes and respects Lowe. So Charlie says, you know what? I need to get these extraneous people out of here and then it'll just be me and Blackbeard or whatever. And we can come to a consensus. But Lowe's like the first guy. You're the outsider, dude. It was good until you came. It's time to go. I don't know. I feel like he has some daddy issues and he thinks of <laughs> Blackbeard as his dad. And he's yeah. like, stop trying to be the favorite. I'm dad's favorite. Yeah, that's actually a great point. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially considering that biblical story he told. Yeah. Um, a few episodes Two episodes ago, ago or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Nena showing some 
crazy character range this time. She was making out with Charlie a few episodes ago. And then um, this episode, Rose knows that she stole the ruby from her. So she go- Rose goes into Nena's house and tries to get it. But Nena catches her and says, like, and Rose confronts her, like, why are you doing this? If you try and kill me, listen, I've got a letter. I don't know. Do you think that letter's true? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Well, either. I don't know. It could be true. We don't know enough about Rose. Yeah. So it'll be tough to make a prediction about that or whatever. We don't yeah. know a ton about her. I will say, I would guess that doing what she does for a living, she is connected to the entire island in a way that few people are. And if there's anybody who knows more of what's going on on the entire island than Blackbeard, it's arguably Rose. Mm-hmm. Because Rose sees everyone and hears everything. Yeah. So maybe Rose does have a letter or enough dirt on Nena and other people to make that worthwhile. Yeah. The weird thing for me, and frankly I didn't like it, I'm sorry, is the bizarre sexual tension. I don't like, know Like where why. did that come from? I why? thought you were with Charlie, but you're just hooking up with Charlie. Oh, but I know she's up. just hooking up with Charlie. I'm yeah. cool with Nena hooking up with Charlie. Whatever. I, there's yeah. a little much. I know. That's fine. But this. It's just. And, why? But, was Rose into it? I don't think she, she I, was. I feel like Rose would have been into it just to play the game and yeah. she would have gone through it. I think it. she just wants her money. Yeah. Which good for, you know, good but for like, Rose. I, I, what's the, I don't understand. Is it just trying to add some more drama or something? Or did we both miss something huge? I, I really don't understand. The, the the whole, like, kind of lesbian, almost love affair mm-hmm. was so random to me. Yeah. It's, I just, I do not get it. And, and Nena alluded to this. That, you know, she was talking about love and, and Rose was like, you poor thing, you know, you love a man. And then it was like, it's not a man. Yeah, and then goes really close and to her. And then they got close. So I'm like, are, are, are you saying you two are in love? Are you saying you're loving your jewels? I don't understand. It was so vague and weird, like just out of left field, you Completely. know? <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't, I don't think many people liked it because I was reading some Twitter stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, and they're oh, like, where did oh. that come from? <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So let let us know what you guys think about that. Let's keep it spicy on Friday night on NBC. Huh? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Trying to add some add some drama after Dateline, you know. But yeah, <laughs> it's just weird. Um. Yeah. So they go on that adventure, and then lastly, let's just talk about, I guess, like uh, William Finnegan, William uh, Jagger. Yeah. William Finnegan goes to Jagger as Mister Juniper mm-hmm. in the beginning, in the very beginning. And tries to sell him a chronometer, um, but Jagger calls him out like immediately, saying, "No, I know who you are. You're a pirate. Tell me where Blackbeard is." And Jagger, j- I mean Finnegan, doesn't give in. Good for him, you know. Yeah, good for him. You lost an eyeball. Get his eyeball. Congratulations. But is he? Do you, is he dead? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, right. Yeah, because he was sitting there lifeless. There's blood all over. His eyeball was out. 100 percent. He's dead. Yeah. At first, when he was talking, I thought he was talking to Finnegan, but I saw he was talking to the guy that was to the guard or the interrogator or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, Jagger is a much worse guy than Blackbeard. Early yeah. on, when we saw Jagger in that first episode, when we only knew him as the governor, we were like, okay, this is Blackbeard's nemesis. He's going to try to fight for the king and go Jagger. We'll see what happens. Jagger's sick. Yeah. He's sick with what he did to Kate. He's sick with what he did to this he dude. He just doesn't feel anything. Yeah, he doesn't care. It's crazy. Absolutely. NBC tweeted, uh, NBC Crossbones is like, who's worse, Blackbeard or Jagger? Jagger. Yeah, totally. Jagger. I've seen Blackbeard kill. How many guys has Blackbeard killed? I just remember that one when he was trying to say... I get Oh, in the beginning. I remember two. In the very beginning, did he kill the two assassins coming after him, or did he just beat them up? 
Oh, he might have killed them. Let's say he killed them. So so, four. so Blackbeard's body count is higher. Yeah. But Jagger's is sicker by yeah. far. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the guys tried to kill Blackbeard, so I'm I'll give him. All right, I would kill those guys too. If you. Not, so you're saying self defense. Yeah, self defense. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, I don't know. He's just. I I know he's supposed to be good, Jagger, but you're going about it the really wrong reasons. You know. Well, Jagger's Ways. getting desperate because yeah. he knows Blackbeard's alive, and he he knows in his heart, although he is true, whether mm-hmm. or not he believes it, mm-hmm. he he believes Blackbeard is alive, and he wants to do whatever he can do to find him, and he will just stop at nothing. So you're going to see somebody very, very desperate. And I think desperate people are going to lash out more and more. Hence, Jagger is definitely not done killing people. Yeah, especially because he thought, I think also because he thought he killed Blackbeard, you know? That's why he's like, I got to kill him this time. I got to make sure he's dead for real. Because I guess he maybe feels like it's his job to do it. I don't know, but it was nuts. But apparently he was slick because he put a, uh, his initials on the cog wheel of the chronometer. That's how he knew it was fake, and that's how he starts to kill um, Finnegan, which was yeah a good job going through with it though, because he ha- Blackbeard asked him to do it, and good job keeping your mouth <laughs> shut. So that's yeah. two pirates now. Talk about pirates' honor, scouts' honor, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That's two pirates now with Kate and Finnegan in two straight episodes who haven't caved at all. Yeah. Now Kate, they rescued her. Finnegan, they did not. But that's two people who haven't caved under intense mm-hmm. interrogation. And Blackbeard th- always says that you're going to cave. Hey, you got to give some more props. Well, to your give pirates. props to him, but I think also Blackbeard's just being realistic. Let's yeah. assume they cave and deal with it, as opposed to thinking they won't cave. Mm-hmm. Now. I think it goes to show with Kate and with Finnegan how scared they are of Blackbeard, how reverential they treat Blackbeard, how reverentially they look at Blackbeard, and how much respect they have for him, whether it's earned or just respect out of fear. Yeah. How much respect they have for him to say, I I cannot – if I tell. flip on Blackbeard mm-hmm. and I tell Jagger and, and Jagger keeps me alive, somebody else is going to kill me. Yeah. I'm going to die either way, so I better not flip on Blackbeard because I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. I get well. I guess because you're gonna die either way if you think about it. It's like it's like ratting on the mafia. Yeah, you know, like you don't like. Do you want to get killed by like the government or whomever? Or do you want to get killed by the mafia? Yeah, Ugh. I know. So I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll agree. With that. And lastly, really quick about uh, Fletch. Fletch. Uh, Tom tells him to go and look for the marooned guy. <laughs> That's what he called him, and he found his camp. We don't know if it was his camp, though. Or, yeah, you're But right. it is a camp. Yeah. 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 With a dragon shield, a shield with a dragon on it. And he went into a cave, right? Maybe it's Tom Hanks. Found Maybe. Tom Hanks in Castaway. <laughs> we didn't see a volleyball, though. I so know. Be, know. That would be awesome. I wouldn't even be mad. Yeah. <laughs> I would not even be mad. I'd I like, think that would make the show better. Oh, no. it would be so much better. <laughs> It'd turn into, like, kind of a slapstick comedy or something. Yeah. It'd be great. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, then he sees something. Do you think he's dead or like? What do you think he saw? What Fletch saw? Yeah, I have no idea. Just like I don't know. Save it for predictions. Yeah, yeah. Make that your prediction. I don't know. That's one but... of my predictions, actually. <laughs> How about the ending though? How about the last thing when Jagger walks into that prison, walks by all those people, mm-hmm. comes up on Blackbeard's girl? Yes, she lives. Mm-hmm. She lives and she's pissed, and yeah. she lives and she's in jail for some reason, and. 
Jagger wants to use her to get to Blackbeard. So what is her story? I don't know. I have a prediction about that, too, actually. Okay. This okay. is the first ending in the in the four episodes. This is the first ending where I'm like, you know what? I can't wait till next week. Yeah. Every episode, I'm kind of like, okay, this isn't bad. I'll watch some more. This is what we have to do anyways, and it's cool. <laughs> but this, this ending today, I'm like... I gotta know what happened now to Fletch. Now something's going on, yeah. Yeah, I gotta know what happened to Fletch, and I gotta know what happened with this girl. Yeah. So, bring it on. Especially because she's a specter, but she's alive, so she's not a ghost. Well, that's the interesting thing that Jagger mentioned to her, I know where your guy is, or whatever, I know Blackbeard's You're alive, love, yeah. help me find him. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, says she has some kind of maybe supernatural mystic power to go after him or find him mm-hmm. because she's locked in prison. What can she do? Yeah. It's not like she can just say, hey, he's on that island. So I wonder if if there's a supernatural component that comes out now in this. Maybe. That she has a power and that it's actually been her. She has actually been the specter. It's physically actually been her coming to Blackbeard Like before. astral projection Something type like stuff. Something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I just watched Charmed back in the day. That's how I know <laughs> astral projection. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a really good ending, and I do look forward to the next one, too, because it was like, what? But let's move on to news and gossip, shall we? After Buzz yeah. TV News. What do you have? Bobby? All right, we got three good things. Well, two good things, one not-so-good thing in news today, you guys. The first one, Tracy I Feature, I believe that's how you pronounce her last name. It probably isn't. The mm-hmm. woman who plays Nena. Nena on this, Tracy a feature, is working on Jim Gillespie's new movie. Why does the name Jim Gillespie matter? Because, Kelly, have you ever seen I Know What You Did Last Summer? Yeah. Of course you have, because everybody (laughs) has. He directed that in 1997, directed a few other things, none as big as that. He is now directing a movie called Takedown. Uh, I feature Tracy is playing a character named Nora Paulson in the movie. And get this, the movie is about... Reckless sons and daughters of international billionaires that are sent by their parents to an exclusive tough love boot camp to be taught basic survival skills in the hope that it will teach them to take responsibility for their lives. Now, while at the boot camp, they're all taken hostage, held for ransom, and it invokes the need for them to use their training to survive (laughs) to get out of that situation. It is currently shooting in Wales and on the Isle of Man. It will be out next year, so... Her career is pretty young. Looked her up on IMDb. Been in a few things. Crossbones is the biggest thing of consequence thus far. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think she's pretty good. I'd like to see her play something other than a pirate. Yeah. So who knows? That I movie think she's will... a good pirate, though. Yeah. Like, I think she's one of my favorites because she just like knows how to. Yeah, and she's real calm. I just like I like her demeanor. I yeah. like her voice. I like the sound of her voice and stuff like that. So we'll see. She uh, that movie is called Takedown. That'll be out next year. So yeah. and if it's anything like I know he did last summer, hey, it'd be awesome. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. This isn't new so much as it's kind of a fun fact. Did you know Kelly? There is a husband and wife team acting on Crossbones. Really? No. Yeah. Can you guess who the two people are? Uh, is it? Fletch. Fletch and who? And and what's her name? Rose? Ooh, you're half right. It is Charlie and Rose. Whoa. Yep. All Charlie right. is David Hofflin. Rose is Natalie Hofflin. Da- they're both Australian actors. Originally, David has appeared on Alcatraz, NCIS, Major Crimes, Criminal Minds. Mm-hmm. He was on 327 episodes of the very popular Australian soap opera Neighbors. And that is likely where he met Natalie. She was on 301 episodes of Neighbors. <laughs> They're married. They've been married for a few years. They're working together on Crossbones. And I assume with his background in some of these guest starring roles on major American television, they're trying to cross over into 
American TV and yeah. stuff. So good for them. They're husband and wife working together, and yet he's hooking up with everybody but her. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. That's funny. Uh, and the third thing, not so in- well, interesting, but not so good. Crossbones ratings plunged 33%. This Ugh. week, down to get this two point three million. Not good. Summertime, man. Yeah, it is it's summertime. Fine. It was they let out of a Meredith Vieira special on Dateline, mm-hmm. which had almost seven million, and they only kept two point three. Did worse than the week before. They are taking next week off for the Fourth of July. We'll be back in two weeks. So I don't know. We'll see mm-hmm. how it goes. They've still got a few episodes left in season mm-hmm. one, but ratings have unfortunately been going down pretty steadily. It stinks though because it's. Summer, the crazy and Friday. Yeah, that's the thing. It's the summer. It's Fridays, and they're not consistently week to week because of summer schedules. And I know they get preempted by uh, baseball a lot. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll it's see. Tough. It's Malkovich. How could people not want to watch Malkovich? As I, as weird as Crossbones can be, sometimes this is just Malkovich like having fun. Yeah, it's fun to watch that. Yeah, it really is. I have a fun fact that it was John Cusack's birthday yesterday, so he was Malkovich kind of Con Air. And, and being John Val. Yeah. Oh, no, that's exactly right. Yeah. I, I can't believe I went to Con Air first. Yeah. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's like my one movie trivia fact is if it's on Con Air, I know it. Yeah, because I was Googling John Malkovich and it said, happy birthday, John Malkovich. But I looked at his birthdays in December. It was just saying, like, John Cusack. Gotcha. But yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Anyways, let's move on to predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. All right, I got a good one. Do it. So we've got Blackbeard, who is working against the Spanish and working against the English because he wants to keep his channels open for piracy. He wants to keep his domain on Santa Campana. Mm -hmm. He wants to do what he does. And he doesn't want people to know he's technically alive still, even though Jagger does. The English and the Spanish don't like each other. They never have. They fought wars in actual history during this period. The English and the Spanish fought a lot of naval wars in these times, in the the late 1600s, early 1700s. But when you are enemies and you have a common enemy, you can come together. And the English have a lot of naval resources. The Spanish have a lot of naval resources. So does Jagger go to Puerto Carrero or somebody else from Spain and say, hey, why don't we work together and find Blackbeard? And they make like a mega armada of English and Spanish coming together to kill Blackbeard. Good job. But why would he want to go to Spain? Like, why? what would think of him going to Span- Spain first? Why would Jagger go to Spain? Yeah. Because he, because he, he, he's going to exhaust his resources on his mm. own with England yeah. and Jamaica and not do it. Okay. And the, and the Spanish at some point will know that the man they got the chronometer from was actually Blackbeard. That- and they'll say, wait a minute. Both of them are going to realize that Blackbeard can disrupt their shipping lines. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Why don't we get together, kill him, and then we'll go our separate ways. Yeah. So. Good, good prediction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a prediction about the specter um, and the lady. I don't think I didn't put supernatural thing, but that's a good, really good prediction. I think that it's Blackbeard's, like, subconscious. I feel like he blocked it out. He felt guilty. Um, it was, like, his lady, and maybe he escaped, but she didn't, like, from when they were, like, trying to escape or whatever. And when he was killed, maybe she was captured. And I think either she was pregnant at the time, or maybe he just thinks that he has a son, you know? Because we never saw the son. He wasn't Mm -hmm. in the prison. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that he just was is just his subconscious is just super messing with him. Or That's what? So the lady is a real physical lady because we saw her in the prison, but yeah. maybe she was captured. He escaped or whatever happened. He faked his death like Tupac. Yeah, and then 
she, and then she comes to him in visions in his subconscious. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. to make him remember again because he, I guess, blocked it out. Hmm. And I think uh, Fletch either sees like a big drawing of something, like a map or something, or maybe the maroon guy's dead. I don't know. Ooh. Okay. That's all. Yeah, so that was really fun. Uh, Bobby, where can we find you on Twitter? Internet? at Bobby DeMiro, Instagram at Mr. Bobby DeMiro. Yeah. And I'm Kelly. You can find me at Holly Weirdo on Instagram and Twitter, too. And we'll see you next week, guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 